0: The Alta Scientist, a scientific journal by Alta Sciences, a different kind of CRO and CDMO. Issue 12. In this issue, antisense oligonucleotides, including an overview of recent advances with hybridization based assays to quantify antisense oligonucleotides in support of pharmacokinetic or toxicokinetic preclinical and clinical studies, regulatory and bioanalytical considerations for these studies and two case studies illustrating AltaScience's capabilities and knowledge in the field. Section 1. Introduction. Antisense oligonucleotides require robust and sensitive bioanalytical assays for their quantitation in increasingly complex biological matrices, such as eye, liver, or brain tissues. The bioanalytical assay needs to ensure no interference at low concentrations. Hybridization-based assays are an effective and accurate approach to quantify parental antisense oligonucleotides in circulation and in targeted tissue. Section 2. Recent Advances in Antisense Oligonucleotide Research Antisense oligonucleotides are short, synthetic, single-stranded oligodeoxynucleotides, widely used for altering ribonucleic acid, or RNA expression, to reduce, restore, or modify protein expression via several distinct mechanisms. This protein modification technology holds great potential to change the therapeutic landscape for both neurological and non-neurological conditions, among others, as research progressively disentangles the relevant pathogenic mechanisms and provides an ideal platform to test oligonucleotide-based strategies. Signs of the success of such strategies include the FDA approval of oligonucleotide therapeutics for treatment of diseases such as spinal muscular atrophy and several others currently in clinical trials. Other oligonucleotide-based therapeutics in development include small interfering RNAs and microRNAs, which target the messenger RNA of different cancer-promoting genes. The results of the above studies have shown that improvement in antisense oligonucleotide chemical modifications and delivery systems are required to increase their efficiency in the clinic since they directly impact tissue-specific targeting, cell entry, stability, and potency. Antisense oligonucleotides that have an extracellular targeting will require special attention to enhance their half-life and solubility in plasma and prevent their degradation. In recent years, these improvements have begun to materialize with new generations of RNA-based therapeutics such as N-acetogalactosamine conjugates offering reduced toxicity in vivo, improved potency and pharmacokinetic profiles, and lower off-target activity. Section 3. Regulatory Considerations No ICH or FDA regulatory guidelines specifically address expectations or standards for oligonucleotide products. Non-clinical development and safety evaluations of oligonucleotide therapeutics have generally followed small-molecule regulatory guidelines. Until such time as specific guidelines are issued, it is important for bioanalytical service providers to work from a position of thorough knowledge and understanding and ensure that potential challenges are adequately addressed. Antisense oligonucleotides have different mechanisms of action and, as a result, diverse toxicology profiles may be possible, which highlights the importance of conducting a thorough safety toxicology study. The potential toxicities can be due to interactions between the antisense oligonucleotide molecule and other molecules, including proteins, as a result of watson crick base pairing to unintended nucleic acids or through independent mechanisms. Antisense oligonucleotides are typically not immunogenic in nature. However, when assessing the risk of developing an immunological response to the drug, it is important to take into account whether an endogenous counterpart is present and whether it is similar to the drug in this case any immune response generated against the drug will spread to the endogenous counterpart which may potentially cause a safety concern in case oligonucleotides are covalently linked to a given ligand immunogenicity to the ligand linker or the oligonucleotide would need to be evaluated as a precaution therefore it is important to characterize the anti-drug antibody response in preclinical and clinical studies and report any antidrug antibody positive samples as a risk based approach. Section 4 Bioanalytical Considerations Antidrug Antibodies and Metabolite Interference Antidrug antibodies are important to detect in preclinical and clinical studies. A potential exists for any protein that interacts with antisense oligonucleotides to interfere with quantification of the antisense oligonucleotide. Consequently, it is important to also evaluate the potential interference of antidrug antibodies on study sample quantitation. Should antidrug antibodies interfere with quantitation of the antisense oligonucleotide, conditions need to be optimized to reduce interference and regain accurate quantitation and ensure proper PK interpretation. Several methods can be employed during hybridization to help degrade any binding proteins, including antidrug antibodies. It is imperative to determine if the hybridization enzyme-linked immunosorbent assay, or ELISA method, is selective for the parent compound, or if metabolites potentially quantitate as well. To make this determination, it is recommended to analyze a variety of shortened metabolites during validation to assess if any will quantitate, recognizing that longer metabolites, such as N1 and N2, are more likely to do so than shorter metabolites. If and when metabolite quantitation is observed, selectivity for the parent compound may be increased through appropriate probe design and the addition of S1 nuclease. Antisense oligonucleotides quantitation in tissues. Antisense oligonucleotides may not be evenly distributed in a given tissue, and antisense oligonucleotide concentrations may differ depending on the sampling site. To ensure successful and cured sample reproducibility, A whole sample tissue homogenate is highly recommended to ensure the consistency between sample extractions, taking into consideration sample size or volume, and the type of tissue in question. The steps to fully homogenize and extract tissue samples should be assessed during assay development, prior to assay qualification, to ensure complete homogenization of study sample occurs. While soft tissues like brain or spinal cord can easily be homogenized using simple bead based methods, other tissues like liver, kidney, or gut tissue may need a second round to ensure a proper homogenization. Failure to fully homogenize samples could result in the antisense oligonucleotide remaining trapped in tissues, resulting in under recovery of sample antisense oligonucleotide concentrations. The stability of antisense oligonucleotides in one tissue matrix may be different from another due to the specific tissue characteristics, and stability should always be assessed in each matrix during method qualification or validation. Method sensitivity. Hybridization-based methods provide the best reported assay sensitivity and throughput compared with other bioanalytical methods for antisense oligonucleotides. They are also less time-consuming, as they require little or no sample cleanup. They have been widely used for the quantitative analysis of antisense oligonucleotides to support both TK and PK evaluations. The importance of using a highly sensitive bioanalytical method stems from different critical parameters for the preclinical or clinical study. To start, advancements in drug delivery and chemical modifications of antisense oligonucleotides have improved drug stability and potency, resulting in a reduction in the number of required doses and amount of drug required per dose. This, by extension, will require more sensitive methods to quantitate the drug. Also, the ability to quantitate antisense oligonucleotides to very low concentration impacts calculation of half-life, and more sensitive assays will produce more accurate readouts. Furthermore, time points close to the end of the dosing cycle are expected to have lower concentration in various tissues. Highly sensitive methods will produce the most accurate readings, allowing for an accurate PK profile even in late time points. Moreover, antisense oligonucleotide concentrations should be determined in all specific tissues, depending on the targeted therapeutic disease, as this will impact the dosing strategy when the development program advances from preclinical to clinical phases. As some tissues will not have high concentrations of the antisense oligonucleotide, The sensitivity of the assay is important to accurately quantitate antisense oligonucleotides in these tissues. Mesoscale Discovery Multiplexing Technology is a promising electroluminescence-based detection system, making use of a microtiter plate, with favorable sensitivity and range of detection. It has been our experience that shifting from a colorimetric to electroluminescence-based detection platform significantly increases the dynamic range of the assay and, in turn, sensitivity. Section 5. Case Study 1. Resolving Issues with Matrix Effect As we were developing a hybridization ELISA assay to quantitate antisense oligonucleotides in human feces to support a first-in-human clinical trial, issues were encountered with assay selectivity. High blank and lower limit of quantitation, or LLOQ, signals were observed in two of five individual lots impacting selectivity, as difference in signal between lots was so high, up to fivefold, that the selectivity evaluation did not meet the acceptance criteria of 80%. In these initial experiments, four individual lots of human feces were pooled to be used for the calibration curve and quality controls. Two different hypotheses were evaluated. The first hypothesis was that the failed evaluation was due to the nature of the matrix, feces, which may have more interference in some individual lots. The second hypothesis was that the method hybridization conditions are not optimal and require more optimization. To address the first hypothesis, 12 individual lots of human feces were pooled together, instead of four, to prepare the calibration curve and quality controls, and they were tested against the same five individual lots, either unspiked or spiked at both LLOQ and Higher Quality Control, or HQC. Results indicate that the unspiked, blank matrix from those same two lots fell below the limit of quantitation. However, the LLOQ concentrations remained above recovery. Mean bias was at 26.9% and 31.6% respectively for the first and second lot. We concluded that increasing the number of lots used to prepare the calibration curve and quality controls was important to represent the true background of tissue sample and to reduce the nominal antisense oligonucleotide concentration in the individual lots. To further optimize the assay and better eliminate the matrix effect, the method minimum required dilution, or MRD, was increased and the LLOQ was raised threefold to one nanogram per gram. This resulted in complete elimination of the matrix effect when the same individual selectivity lots were tested again. These results indicate that matrix interference was impacting the lower range of the assay. Creating a larger pool for calibration curve and quality control and increasing both LLOQ and MRD levels were important to resolve the method selectivity issue. Section 6. Case Study 2. Stability of antisense oligonucleotide in tissue matrix. Antisense oligonucleotide concentrations in monkey and rat plasma were successfully developed and validated to support preclinical studies. Our objective was to transfer the previously developed bioanalytical method into human gut tissue. During the method transfer and pre-validation stage, all critical evaluations for selectivity, specificity, precision and accuracy, dilution linearity, and prozone were acceptable. The stability of the antisense oligonucleotide in gut tissue at the homogenization stage was tested following three freeze and thaw cycles and at room temperature, 22 degrees Celsius nominal, for 26.9 hours. In both evaluations, the antisense oligonucleotide was under-recovering at both quality control one and quality control three levels. As gut tissues were suspected to be rich in bacterial flora with high level of nucleases, proteinase K was added during sample spiking. The addition of proteinase K did not improve the recovery in either case. As the stability of the drug was impacted at the homogenization step, we concluded that sample extraction should be performed immediately following homogenization to prevent any possible antisense oligonucleotide, Degranti drug antibodicin. To confirm the time period of antisense oligonucleotide stability in gut tissue homogenate, the drug was spiked in gut tissue homogenate at Quality Control 1 and Quality Control 3 level and tested at room temperature, 22 degrees Celsius nominal, for 1, 2, 3, and 4 hours. The results indicated that gut tissue homogenate should not be frozen then thawed. Instead, The extraction should be done within 4 hours of the homogenization procedure. Conclusion New generation antisense oligonucleotides have better potency and biodistribution. Thus, for concentration determination, high method sensitivity is required to achieve an accurate PK profile at the preclinical stage, which will drive decisions on clinical dosing. By increasing the sensitivity of the assay, other issues may arise, such as selectivity or metabolite interferences, and so it is even more critical to evaluate all types of interferences in the bioanalytical method during method development. Finally, since there are no ICH or FDA regulatory guidelines for the validation of antisense oligonucleotide products, our strategy is to follow the general principles outlined in FDA 2018 as a starting point for method validation, where applicable. That brings us to the end of issue 12 of the Alta Scientist Antisense Oligonucleotides. We hope you enjoyed this audio recording. Join us again next time as we dive deeper into more critical processes in early phase drug development. You can also write to us at contact at altasciences.com or visit altasciences.com to learn more about what makes Alta Sciences a different kind of CRO and CDMO. Alta Sciences is an integrated drug development solution company offering pharmaceutical and biotechnology companies a proven, flexible approach to preclinical and clinical pharmacology studies, including formulation, manufacturing, and analytical services. For over 25 years, Alta Sciences has been partnering with sponsors to help support educated, faster, and more complete early drug development decisions. Alta Sciences integrated full service solutions. Include preclinical safety testing, clinical pharmacology and proof of concept, bioanalysis, program management, medical writing, biostatistics, clinical monitoring, and data management, all customizable to specific sponsor requirements. Alta Sciences helps sponsors get better drugs to the people who need them faster.